0: underscore expressions on instagram enjoy the episode Guys, if you are in the local Orlando area this is for you Um, I have to tell you guys this story it is probably the 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 best story ever a few years ago Carlos and I were frequenting the local Orlando farmers market that they have and the cool thing about it they have a lot of sights and sounds And a lot of things out there that's great, enjoyable, good food, and just a good atmosphere. Well, obviously, you know, with the coronavirus, that has been limited. But the uh, farmer's market is open again. And it has one of our favorite people there. It's called Worthy Cakes. You can find them on social media. And you can also find them on their website, www.worthycakes.com. Now, this is the best way to eat cake, all right? They are in a mason jar packed with so much goodness and flavor for any flavor of cake you can think of. She has red velvet. She also has uh, uh, fudge brownie and birthday cake. And she also cooks them in gluten-free. As she says, cooking and baking cakes is not work. It is fun for her. She enjoys it. You can go to the website, www.worthycakes.com. You can order. And you can go to her physical location, which is in the uh, uh, Winter Garden area. And she will also be able to service you there. Okay? Her hours of business is from 1030 to 630, Tuesday through Saturday. She's closed Sunday and Monday um, because she's normally at the farmer's market. And she also does the farmer's market in local Winter Garden, too, um, as well. So... Go down and check her out. And if you do go check her out, please let her know that Reggie sent you. Because Carlos and I absolutely love those cakes. I'm on my way down there now. I don't even care about the uh, 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 the farmer's market. Just kidding, I do. And I'm so excited to have her cakes because this has been so long. And I'm excited that she has a uh, storefront too. So go check her out. Tell her that Reggie sent you. And I promise you, You will not be disappointed, all right? We're going to get back into the topic, y'all. Thanks for listening again. huh you know. It, you know i am i just yeah, away now. yeah. my bad man i ain't because i had already shared the facebook and i didn't want all the like the setup stuff to be on live so
1: oh okay i got you you was, you had already went live
0: yeah i you know i had had a moment and i i should have did it earlier uh where i could get everything set up but i'm pretty much set up i, I got my my setup is very minimal but you know just didn't want people to be like oh they said what they doing over there? they ain't got no (laughs) podcast just two people um so how are you my man i'm doing good man
1: very pleasant day
0: well i'm 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 very thankful and appreciative that you are here and that you've given us the opportunity to speak i think that is absolutely amazing so um You know, I think that, uh, you know, my intention, you know, with my podcast, just just so you can like hear my mission statement, Mm -hmm. it's really about just trying to uplift us in spaces where, you know, we aren't visible in a lot of, a lot of spaces, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, I think what you do is pretty dope. Um, You know, I mean, the fact that I dabbled in it, you know, for like two seconds, I thought was kind of cool, but Yeah. So the fact that you get it and you do it on a, you know, pretty consistent basis is is awesome. And I just want to give you an opportunity to, you know, show a platform where we exist. (laughs) Exactly. There's a lot of us out there, but there isn't very many of us that get the opportunity, you know, to shine like so many of our, you know, other counterparts do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Very, (laughs) very true there was this guy, uh, his name was, uh well, super, well, let me not say his name out. I'm not going to say his name because I'll, I'll go back and edit it. But anyway, I was, um we started around the same time uh-huh. and it just seemed like a few months in, and this is what kind of got me discouraged. Like he was leaps and bounds ahead of where I was, uh-huh. you know, and it frustrated me because it was like, what, what am I doing? You know? But it does take a little bit more grind than what I gave it. It was about six months that I put into it. So yeah, you have to do... I mean, it was good with getting people, but I just didn't... I got into the numbers, and, you know, that kind of fucked me up for a little bit. And, you know, I don't regret not doing it, because I have really just had a lot of shit going on. I just can't, you know, keep it all together with work. And I don't have a family. You do. So, you know, I um it just wasn't something that was sustainable for me. I don't have that much of love for games to do it. I, I appreciate the art, you know, but you know, I mean, there'd be nice where I'd be like, oh, you gotta stream. Oh my God, I don't Damn. feel like streaming. And then I would get the guilt of not streaming you know, when I didn't stream, it was like, oh man, you should have streamed last night. God, dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: definitely a real feeling.
0: <laughs> so you really have to kind of put it in perspective. So for me, it was just like, you know what? I'm going to pick and choose my battles. Um, so it was literally right after that where I decided that because I was kind of on a hiatus with my um, podcast. And then after that, I kind of came back. So look at you with the little promotional, uh, Black is what? Black. Oh, black, black fist, fist motivation. motivation. This
1: wasn't even intentional. I, this is the shirt I put on after uh after we uh got back from uh our outing. You know, see you. <laughs> just my round the house shirt. I got bleach stains at the bottom of it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but it's per- perfectly cropped where I can see. You know, hey, I guess so. <laughs> I ain't even you think ain't, about that, sick, man. Don't be coming up here trying to act like I don't. Come on, no, I, I feel you, brother. I feel you. Um, Black Fist motivation. He actually had a pot, or he had has or had. Oh, uh, had. Uh, we
1: we just haven't went live in like a year, yeah. you know. So we just haven't done it in a while. Like pretty much when I started uh, gaming, gaming and streaming, mm-hmm. that that kind of got put on a back burner, you know. But so. I'm, but, I'm ready whenever you are.
0: I'm uh, okay. I'm gonna share it uh, to my page whenever we go live. All right. So, what do you like to be called, Gene, Eugene? Uh, Gene Sergeant, is fine. Uh, Sergeant Fowler. Um.
1: <laughs> Nude.
0: Gene just Gene. All right. And he's from Tifton. Who's you know Tiff County? So, yeah. So he's a, the day I die. Yeah, he's he's a Georgia boy. I knew we had something in common. <laughs> All right. Reggie. And by the way, I'm gonna do like a little intro. Um, you know, just kind of letting people know um, you know, uh how I got to know you a little bit and
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, of course. And then I'll, you know, just kind of the, the, the idea will be very casual. It won't be like, I don't have a specific format. And if we don't get to all the questions, it's fine. And, uh, I really would like this to be kind of a free flowing, um, conversation. Um, yeah. I do That's like it. to talk about current events too. So, you know, after we kind of get the meat and potatoes out of it, I'll probably ask you about some things that, you know, um. I won't put you on the spot. I was actually thinking about asking you about uh, Kevin Samuels because, you know,
1: you can ask me anything.
0: You know, Kevin Samuels is pretty divisive, right? He uh... <laughs> he 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 definitely has a unique approach. <laughs> yeah, he breaks up a lot of. Uh, I mean, I, I'll we can talk about that, but I I just I don't want you to think at all that you know. I'm trying to bombard anything. I just there's you
1: know. no blind side in here. I can okay. I, I can talk about anything. There's no
0: off-limits subjects with me. Okay, I just don't want to get up off and you would be like, man, I ain't never going on that shit no more. <laughs> nah. And we curse, by the way. So I mean, I don't um I don't bleep any of that stuff out. And my my podcast uh, oh, okay. I mean, is explicit. So um, yeah, you know, I ain't vulgar, but you know, proof fucks and shits don't that don't scare me so okay sounds good all right so what you gonna, you gonna be on it you're gonna be on it okay now we might end up having to do something with this situation too okay hey. that ain't gonna work all right all right preparing to stream let me get up on my Okay. setting up your live oh it is live we go. yeah hey what's up everybody what's going on good evening give me a couple minutes i'm gonna share this to my social meds i got um a friend to the room a friend to the podcast and a friend to just around the world on facebook i have mr um uh retro 64 um but known to us as black curry um and really cool dude in the gaming space he's been in gaming for a while um and yeah we've had an opportunity to kind of see each other around the block you know uh with gaming and uh he came out and supported you know he saw the um he saw the black face and was like hey exactly (laughs) exactly because in this space sometimes and he's really the expert i did partake into um streaming for a little bit for about six months, you know, when Mario 35 was, was going pretty hard and strong. And, you know, I got into it and there was some things that I learned, but he, you know, he has been doing it for considerably longer. And I think the anomaly was that for me, you don't really see a lot of black folks in that space, in that space. You see a few of us were speckled out there, um, because you got, a um, retro, um, uh, black retro gamer, um, BRG, you got a yeah. uh, uh, awesome black guy, uh, yeah, awesome black guy, and I just came into um, vision of of uh, Miss Pinky, you know, uh, a black female gamer, which is rare as shit, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, so but yeah, she she was doing her thing. I you know I try my best to go out and support as much as I can, but. Um, But it was it it takes a grind. It's interesting. And we're gonna uh, let Mr. Um, Fowler give us an opportunity to kind of explain how he got into it. And, you know, pretty much wherever else the conversation takes us. But thank you guys for joining. I appreciate it. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share Reggie's expressions on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, check out that theme song. I know y'all heard it because it's the truth. Homeboy uh, Jack uh, Fuller he did the damn thing on that shit. Like I, I feel like I'm, I'm real official now with that theme song. So, um, but anyway, Mr. Fowler, um, what's up? <laughs>
1: so um, I'll start by saying thank you for inviting me on uh, to your, to your podcast. Um, I, I, I enjoy, and, and I like when people that look like us do these type things and we have these type Uh, ventures you know uh, because you don't see a lot of us out there and so whenever we do get um, a platform whether big small doesn't matter I enjoy whenever we can not only do it ourselves but um, also at the same time invite others onto each other's platform you know and I I, I think that is very I think that is lacking the communication and the teamwork effort I think that's lacking Um, amongst people that look like us. So I applaud you and I thank you for inviting me on. Um, No worries. My setup is kind of weird. My camera is here. However, my computer is here.
0: So if I'm I'm looking this way, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. My iPad is to the left of me. So I feel you, I'm the same way. And then I got my dogs who feel like they, well, Kari just wants to be on camera because that's what he does. Yeah. Eco and are are hanging out here um but yeah no worries man I mean it, it was it was an easy I think you made it easy um you know you probably was just scrolling through Facebook and happened to see you know see just the same way that we're all introduced to each other you see the the lives that go on and right. uh you know you probably saw me talking shit on uh Mario 35 and <laughs> you know, I try my best to get number one and you know, we kind of, you know, just communicated uh, here and there. And, you know, when my mom passed away in February, you know, he said some kind words and, you know, it's been very surface stuff, but we got an opportunity to kind of bond a little bit, just going through his chats and stuff like that. So he's really a cool dude. You know, I I only know him as Black Curry. I really, honestly, and truly just found out his name like today, you know, um, But it wasn't not for nothing. It wasn't like he was like, you don't need to know my name. It was more or less like, you know, I knew him as Black Curry. And I think it's it's I, that name is pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, I hey, I would prefer people call me that. You know what I'm saying? You're right. But not that your name ain't anyway. We're gonna leave that alone. But yeah, it was just one of those situations where I felt like, you know what, he's he's pretty cool. And uh I just appreciated the small uh you know, little bit of love that you gave. And I was like, all right, you know, yeah so if i see him around the street i'll make sure i speak and then after that it just kind of came into you know a mutual respect for what you do and and also putting myself in your shoes so i feel you man appreciate it i appreciate it so you're a man of many trades i know i mean just a little bit that i've gotten to know of you you do a lot of things um he does have a podcast Check the shirt y'all so go check it out that's on facebook he said it wasn't intentional, but who knows, really? Um, it was not. <laughs> um, but you also are in the military. Is it safe to yes. say that?
1: Yes, I am active duty military coming up on
0: 13 years this year. Wow, 13 years. So you joined when you were 13, is what you're saying? Because you, uh, <laughs> No, I'm actually 30. I joined when I was 17. Uh, this cat talking like, 30, I'm 30, I'm old. I feel it. I feel like I'm old, old yeah. as hell, actually. Well, you know, the military can do that to you, but, you know, but that's cool. Right. So been in for 13 years, um, what's your what's your job? Your your um, what do you do?
1: So by MOS, by trade, um, I'm trained as a uh, unit supply specialist. Um, however, I'm a current assignment as an equal opportunity advisor which is by far the best job I've ever had since I joined the military. Uh, So I work a lot um, in the realms of discrimination. And so I have a somewhat of a smaller influence on uh, uh, the climate as far as race relations and gender relations in amongst
0: different cultures within the army so that's what i'm doing now it's a pretty sweet gig so this is kind of your your wheelhouse then this this stuff you know kind of what we're talking about is kind of what you do nice yeah I, i think it was all meant to be it all happened for a reason yeah i um i was in the army too and you and i had an opportunity to speak but i was a 92 yankee as well you know Mighty Mike 2 Hype was, you know, the, that was the. Uh, <laughs> 92 Yank Dog. Yeah, we went to, I went to many, many years before he did, but um, I I was, uh, I went to AIT at Fort Lee. I'm having a hard time remembering it, but uh, <laughs> Fort Lee, because I got out, in I got out, I got, I went in in 99, I got out in 04. So that was mm-hmm. about 16, 17 years ago, actually, now that I've gotten out, um, had a whole nother life, uh, you know, I've been out longer than I was in. Um, but yeah, it was, looking back at it, you know, the The military for me was Full Metal Jacket when I was in. I don't know yeah. if you've ever seen that movie. Oh yeah, it's one of my favorites. Well, it was a lot like that where, you know, get down, you know, drop and give me 70 and all the other stuff. <laughs> right you know, um, smoking people. I'm not saying that that stuff don't go on now, they were rampant with that shit. It was a lot of, you know, it was a different army back then, um, right? So as as things evolve, but... um, Can
1: you do me a favor and share
0: something? Share it to... Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah,
0: appreciate it. Um, Carlos is here. He's off camera, by the way. Um, Hey, Carlos. (laughs) Hey, how are you? (laughs) But uh, so you think you're going to do 20 years? I mean, at this point, you've done 13
1: so. Yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, finish it out. Uh, it's smooth sailing from here on out. So it's none of the hua hua extra army stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just riding it out now.
0: Are you airborne?
1: I am not. Uh, I definitely, I put in for it numerous times and but I think they, I, I have to be they, the they only be a, person. They, yeah, they I have to be the
0: last of the last for everything.
1: Right. And I feel like I'm the only one who actually wants to go airborne Who is, hasn't been granted that opportunity, which is insane. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, are you aerosol?
1: I am not aerosol. I am a regular soldier. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: ain't, I mean, you ain't regular. Come on now. Come I'm, just,
1: on. I'm just a regular Joe. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, it's funny because on your Facebook a few weeks ago, I think you shared a picture when you had joined that, when you had just joined the military. I think it was like 09 or something like that. Yeah. And I was looking, I was like, damn, this kid looks, he looks like he's 13 years old. Like, (laughs) you know, super young. Um, But I mean, coming in at 17 years old, you know, and having to do do the world's job is, you know, it could be a lot to to take for somebody of any age really. But, you know, again, we appreciate what you do as a soldier um, and, you know, being able to be the greatest of who you are, because it definitely looks like you're living your life. So uh, thank Definitely. you for for your service. Thank you as well. No worries, man. I, I you know, we paved the way for you, c- young cats out there. to Be a- <laughs> You're right, you really did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, so you know, forgive me, guys, because I actually want to, you know, conduct an uh, a dignified interview because I feel Mister uh, Fowler uh, deserves it. So I'm going to go go to my questions, um, so I can <laughs> make sure that I stay on topic. Um, but yeah, how did you how did you get into gaming? Um, uh, so
1: I've been gaming since I was four years old. Um I, I just remember my mom she brought home a uh, the original Nintendo, the <laughs> original NES right. and she and she she bought Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt for my okay. brother and I. and ever since then, I was hooked. And I remember, I remember the first video game I ever completed and beat in its entirety was Super Mario Brothers One. Right. And you know, if you look, if you compare video games to uh, from then to now, mm-hmm. video games are were much harder back then. So I look as that look at that as a huge accomplishment as a five year old completing <laughs> um, that game. And so ever since then, I was hooked. It was like I I have to I have to play a game and I have to complete it in its entirety and it's it's de- it's definitely it brings me joy and uh it's a stress reliever as well you know so
0: you were five how I got into- cold at Super Mario I wasn't I was like 15 years old by the time I was able to get and save the princess you know what I'm saying you know oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> By the time I got to it, you know what I'm saying? But that's right. But like, so yeah, you really did have a love for it um, at that time. That was something that, wow, that's good. That's cool. Um, so how did the YouTube gaming kind of you know, um, because I, I wouldn't say it's relatively new, I've seen it a lot. I guess it is kind of new to Facebook, but oh, yeah, I've seen it a lot on, on YouTube. But how did you get into the gaming element or the the streaming part of gaming?
1: So streaming COVID happened. Right. And I was in Florida. I was in school in Florida and when COVID kicked off and then we had to graduate early and I had to hurry up and get to Texas. Mm
2: -hmm. I
1: got to Texas and everything shut down. There's no work. There isn't anything going on. And so um, I found myself playing video games and my family, they were in, Uh, Georgia at the time because we were in transition and COVID stopped a whole lot of stuff so I I was just at home in a one bedroom apartment at the time just playing video games from sun up to (laughs) sundown and I just um, I came across a a streamer by the name of Mama Lee and we were playing Mario Kart together Mm -hmm. and the experience I had with her and she was very she was very approachable. She's talking to people. She's a very nice lady. And we were just talking and whatnot. And uh talking about Mario Kart, and she's like, Hey, you you're you're pretty good. You know, you should you should stream this. Right. I was like, That's a that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's a thing that I can, I knew it's a thing, but I didn't know it was a thing that I can do. Like, right. I, I didn't know how I didn't know anything about it. And so then after we got done playing the game. I just started researching stuff and I started streaming. I was like, well, if I'm going to be playing video games, I might as well stream it so other people can watch it and enjoy it, you know?
0: Right, right. Um, and that's, well, uh, that was similar This the story, you know, COVID happened. And I think what got me interested, to be honest, was I, I Mario over the years had become like a a, a staple and in mainstay in, in Nintendo and I've always loved Super Mario one same as you right? right and no matter the amount of times I beat it it was just a insatiable appetite like damn you know I can't get enough of this and you know it was really kind of just sitting around bored you know going and seeing the people that I saw doing it and I was like man I could do that shit you know, I, I I could probably do it. So, you know, when I decided I could do it, I had to go and buy all the stuff. And I was like, damn, I can't do that shit. That's a lot. Yeah, that that's <laughs> the know, kicker. I lie. Right. So, so it was like, ooh, do I really want to do it? And I was like, you know, I said to Carlos, I said, I, I think I'm kind of interested. He was like, well, if you want to do it, you deserve it. You hard work, whatever, you know, you, you should do it. So I would say about October, the latter part of October, when um, um, uh, Mary Fowler, he can, he better do twenty. Is that your wife? Yeah, that's my old lady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miss Mary. Hey, Miss Fowler. How are you? I just swipe to the comments. My bad. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. You know, the setup. You know, I had to learn OBS. I don't know what you know what you use, but I had to learn a lot of the systems to. And it was interesting. The behind the scenes part of it, it was what intrigued me. But that, that grind is something serious. You know what I'm saying? It is difficult starting off, like just researching all this
1: stuff. And you, th- most people think that they're just playing the game. Like, no, it's a, it's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and a lot of money being right. poured into this stuff that people just don't just don't realize. I remember it's like I, I got to a point to where This stuff, it wasn't working. You know, I play a bunch of retro. And so it makes it more difficult when you're playing on the original consoles. I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I don't even want to do this. And then my old lady gave me some words of encouragement, which honestly, at the time, I didn't even care for the words of encouragement. More importantly, (laughs) she came with solutions. Like, hey, do this, try this. And if it wasn't for that, uh i probably would have quit and so i do appreciate my old lady for that <laughs> how long y'all been married oh uh, i mean you know um <laughs> we got married in
0: 2016 so okay. five years here. yeah yeah you guys got married a year after me and carlos we got married in 15 the december of 2015 so how long? yeah and y'all been together for a while right Oh yeah, we've been together for longer than that. Definitely. <clears throat> well, congrats to that. That's that's awesome, sauce. I think he almost forgot, but she put she put six years over here. Oh, so she, she, five six years fifteen. Sure, <laughs> you didn't get married in fifteen, sir. It's one of them. I, I don't know. Give me you a lifeline, homie. She's like, hey. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of them. Gonna oh, give me that gear. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's uh. You know, sometimes our spouses can see things in us that we can't see in ourselves. So I'm glad that she was able to have that conversation and solutions because, you know, here we are being able to have this conversation now. So um, that's awesome. So um, um, when you think of gaming and as I, you know, kind of alluded to earlier, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of us involved. Why do you think that is, or is that the case? Is that just my perception, or?
1: So it's definitely not. It's it's a fact. There's a lot of truth to that, and and there's a, I think there's a plethora of reasons for it, um, but just to name a few, one is, especially especially with the younger generation, I would say from I'll say, age thirty two and below is the stigma of it being lame. Everybody does it. We know a lot of people who play video games, but nobody wants to admit that they play video games. And I think it's getting better now with uh, social media uh, coming becoming a thing, a more right. prominent thing. Mm-hmm. And there's just that stigma of okay, that's lame. Um, I don't want to do that. That's for nerds. Yeah, and that that kind of it, it 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 deters people from wanting. To broadcast and show that hey, I play video games. I'm good at it, or whether I'm good at it or not, this is something I enjoy doing. Mm. Uh, but I think that's the main thing that people just look at it. It, ha- it has a negative stigma attached to it when it comes to black people and video games. That I think it's slowly going away, but yeah. still
0: there. I agree. I think that you know, I mean, it's definitely a real platform, and then also when you see in the media. Even when I went back, there was something I watched. It was called Game Over on Netflix, um, which was actually really cool. I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but it kind of oh, yeah,
1: I watched it. Yeah, I watched like uh, the first two episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talk about just, you know, how the video game uh, came up. And I can't remember that gentleman's name, but he was a black man that yes. created the first console, you know, um, damn it.
1: Uh, I need I know to who he was talking man. about I can't remember his name as well but well, yeah I was shocked I did not know that
0: First black man to because I, I feel like that's important. We have to make sure that we we spot like that but um you know they they were telling uh, the first uh, uh, the first black man to create uh, he created
1: uh the first uh the cartridge based video game
0: yeah the create. F- create uh, just video games <laughs> we don't we don't get back to that promise you we're gonna shout out that gentleman uh he's since passed on but um you know when we go and we look at it like jerry even lawson. yes jerry lawson go on ahead yeah. love he found him um uh jerry lawson was i don't know what's happening i'm acting like i don't know how to use a phone uh, zero two um yeah, and they had his daughter on too, his daughter and his son that kind of talked about it, and they were talking about his legacy. Um, what did he? Yeah, so Jerry Lawson, look him up if you're interested in, you know, getting some more information on it, but that was something because I didn't know that, and right. Even with that being said, in the spaces that we saw, were all white faces. You know, people that would do the competitions and things like that. It was all, and you know, no, no disrespect to that. I mean, it happens, and you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, uh, I think, partly why we don't because we didn't see ourselves in that, in those spaces. You know what I'm saying? What we saw was people that didn't look like us. You know, right. even though we liked it, you know. Some of our parents might've been like, you know, they didn't want to necessarily nurture it because like you said, oh, video games, that's no, you need to go do something else. You got, you need to figure something else. You need to go out there and do something, go outside. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that that did have a lot to to do with it. That, I mean, for me, I had a, I really had a, I had a, a game console when I was like eight or nine. And then I didn't play again for maybe 10 years Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like 18 or 19 you know in the military when I got my and at the time they weren't really selling Nintendos and all that other stuff so I mean like they're selling it you know the classics that you can get now and then it wasn't until my like I would say five years ago when I got my first Nintendo classic and then I got the Sega Genesis Cat classic Mm -hmm. Um, they have all the games on the hard drives and you know, it was just something I would do on the sidelines. And then I got into Mario 35. I actually had a switch light initially. Hmm. And um, I had it for like two weeks, and I was like, Man, I need to I need a bigger screen because I wanted to <laughs> right. I went out and I bought that switch. That switch for $299. And I'm like, nah, right, I had to do it. And um, you know, and that it just came into you know, uh kind of an ecosystem at that point, so you know, it's, 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 it's interesting to watch. I, even though I don't stream anymore, I still find myself sometimes just kind of going and watching other people because it, it really is interesting. It really is, um, you know, almost an art form actually, uh, you know, and if you can get people that you can connect with, it makes that much more better. So, um, the next question that I had was when it comes to, do you feel, and, uh, do you feel that, there's an extra set of challenges that black people or you know black people have in this space of gaming. Oh, um, yeah,
1: of course. Okay. Definitely. Um so with that uh, I'm just going to be quite frank with it, you know, uh a, a lot of people just don't want to watch black streamers, you know. I did a I did an experiment on this, right? And there's like uh, a few factors or different kind of uh, categories, you know, race-based and gender-based, right? So you have black streamers who have a certain type of audience, white streamers have a certain type of audience, uh, females have a certain type of audience, males have a certain type of audience, right? I did a a little experiment, right? Mm -hmm. To where I I would stream and I would just I would, at the end I would see how many viewers I had, how many I would look at all the statistics, and then I would have my old lady stream, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my old lady she is a she, she's Jordanian, she's Middle Eastern, but she has lighter skin, right? Mm-hmm. And the numbers were astronomically different, <laughs> you know.
0: Oh, hold and on, hold on, hold on that thought. I, I saw your mom on the last live y'all did. Oh, and yes. my mama was super cute. She had me rolling that night. <laughs> I was like, come here, mama. <laughs> my bad, man. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah, both of our parents uh, watched her stream, which I appreciate the support.
0: That's awesome. But, but it was yeah, actually, yeah. Kind of cool difference in terms of when she did it and when you did it. Oh, yes. It was It's crazy. And the part that got me, because I knew
1: it was going to be different, but it would, this is a good segue to my next point the actual people who who watch i'm talking about people who i uh, assume were close friends because you know they whenever you start a business whenever you start anything you know a side hustle anything The, the your biggest supporters are going to be strangers <laughs> the people around you won't even support they won't even watch they won't even click a share button and so what i noticed was a lot of my friends and family, they would tune in whenever my old lady was streaming, mm-hmm. versus when I was when I would stream. And and I I think that for us people that look like us, that's something that needs to be vocalized, right? And with that, we we just got to expand our audiences and stop. And, and not get so caught up on who is supporting us. Cause we already know that that close and immediate or not immediate family, but close friends and family are just not going to be there for each other. And I think that's like that, that, uh, we don't want to see each other succeed sometimes. Right. Cause some of these same people, they watch streamers. They just don't watch black streamers. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's like a, a hurdle and a, and a challenge for us, but it's, it's something that most of us, we realize early on in streaming. And so we, we take that with a grain of salt and we, we keep it, we keep yeah. it pushing. Right. And get, uh, to get back to the original point, uh, a lot of people just don't want to see <laughs> black streamers. Like they'd rather see it from uh, a certain demographic, but at the same time, that's I don't want to make it seem like there's no support for for black streamers because there is that there, I've oh, met oh, streamers, yes. uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> I've definitely met streamers such as yourself, mm-hmm. um, and I, and the aforementioned Mama Lee, who has definitely been very cool people, uh, very supportive and just cool, uh, fun to be around, you know, mm-hmm. um, so it's not all negative, you know, you just
0: you just gotta get in where you fit in. Right. That's true. And I, I think you said something that's pretty interesting. And I found myself in that position, too, where the people that are closer to you, those are the first ones that you like advertise to, like, hey, this is what I want to do. Right. <laughs> and then you do it and it's like, hey, so and so, did you catch my streaming on Thursday? Nah, man, I ain't even. Yeah, I was over there. You know what? And I'm like, but you remember I, I had said that I was going to be streaming? Yeah, dog, I couldn't even, I had to, but I know, but you said that you was going to watch though. Oh, you bit Oh, okay. You know, we kind of, I'm not going to lie. Like I had, there was a point when I think I was doing the podcast and I was doing the, um at the same time. And I had to have a conversation with the people that I love, you know, and I had to say, you know, this is something I'm I'm into. So if you support me, then you support this. And, you know, I don't expect you to, you know, spend hours and hours on end, like looking because it's not your bag. But at the same time, too, if I can't convince you, somebody who knows me, how am I going to convince anybody else to come and watch me? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that I found that interesting, too. And it's funny that you said that, because I feel like, you know, that is the case a lot of times when it comes to, you know, any of our endeavors. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's a little deeper than than that some people just you know hate because you know whatever and i'm not saying that it's necessarily hate but some people just you know aren't really into seeing people succeed or whatever the case may be to get them to not want to um but i I feel like that's something that we could take a note from because i feel like other folks other communities come together you know what I but when us it's it's almost kind of a You know um at times you know it's kind of a of my my world versus your world like i don't have time for your world because i i got so much going on in my world
1: you know what i'm saying and that's like and and it's 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 crazy when you really when you think about it because it's like we don't want to support each other until we get to a certain stature a certain amount of fame uh mike jones Uh, The rapper back in the day, a few, a bunch of years ago, he said it perfectly. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all want me. And 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 it's crazy. So my best friend, right? His name is Who was it again? Who was it? What was his name? Mike Jones. Who? (laughs) Mike Jones. (laughs) 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 281-330-8004. Yeah, man. Who? Mike Jones. Who? Who?
0: Mike Jones, man. It's Mike Jones. All right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: and and my best friend we talk about this often like uh, every other day and so it's this is very interesting to me right so everything we just explained here's it in the actual real world very practical right so i've been streaming right Mm -hmm. some of my close friends and family i just don't watch right but these same people Mm -hmm. the same exact people Inbox me and call me, text me, wanting to get into streaming and want to ask me how do they do it, what equipment they need. It's like wow, so I'm not good enough for you to watch, but I'm good enough for you to take advice from. I find that very odd and interesting. It's like, uh, so you want me to help you get to where you want to be, but you don't want to reciprocate and help me get to where I want to be. Right. <laughs> I, I would never under, understand that. Cause I, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter. I'm a huge supporter. I, man. I shout out people all the time. I share their, whatever they got going on. I don't care if they got a nine to five, if they selling cars. Right. I'm, I'm sharing that out. Hey, go see this person. Or I got a friend, personal trainer owns their own gym. Like, Hey, go see this person. Somebody selling shoes. Hey, I got a friend selling shoes, a clothing apparel. I'm, I'm big on that kind of stuff, but it is. It is rarely, <laughs> rarely reciprocated.
0: But. And I, I'm, you know, and you know, I, I'm a lot like you in that instance too. You know, when I see somebody that I can connect with, I'm a very huge supporter as well. Like I'm, I'm all in. You know what I'm saying? So, if right. there's an opportunity where I can, you know, share or you know my platform, you know, it's not a to me. It's not a matter of okay, well, they're gonna take my shine it's going to, it's a matter of uplifting us all because when, when, when we win, everybody wins, you know what I'm saying? I, I I akin it to the situation last year with Juneteenth, like June, you know, they gave us Juneteenth off, but they didn't say, okay, just black people, Juneteenth, you know what I'm saying? They were like, everybody get Juneteenth off. And, And we understand that when, when, when one wins, we all win, you know, and not this me against the world mentality. I think that, you know, we'll, we'll definitely get to wherever the sweet spot happens to be, but, you know, we gotta, there's a lot of white supremacy that's involved in that too. So.
1: Oh, of course. most definitely definitely. That's the most there. important, right. That's the most important piece of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so what motivates you to, to stream? So knowing that, you know, it's, it's going to be a, a, a tough journey, um and knowing that sometimes there are going to be days where I mean there'd be times though I would stream for like two and a half hours and I would have nobody you know what I'm saying which is extremely disheartening um but what motivates you to continue to stream
1: just knowing that there is one person out there who wants to see it and is it is it is helping them because for a lot of people just watching people play video games is very uh, therapeutic for them and I've had people inbox me like hey man COVID is tough right now man I lost my job and but you know you brought me back to my childhood right now and you know I was watching and it kind of made me uh, uplifted me, you know, just for that hour and a half, because you brought me back to a, a much simpler time, to where everything was a okay. So I appreciate that. So just knowing that there's at least one person who enjoys it, that that definitely keeps me keeps me going. Because when I first started, my route was kind of different, you know, uh, when I started because I started during COVID. Everybody was at home, and <laughs> i my first my first uh videos like the, the first two months i was i was popping i was hot i was talking about i would average 55 viewers a stream and i was like i don't know how i started off like this i was i was just happy if if my old lady and my best friend watched but i was right, right. i was getting a lot of attention mm-hmm. and and then uh once because I'm in Texas, right? And once te- Texas really don't care about COVID at all, like people just all out there. Yeah. And so once everything started to die down, viewership uh definitely went down. Uh definitely went down. Yeah. But I still I still have uh a bunch of a few people who are like my 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 rider dies definitely. Most of them are are complete strangers and they they and, and I appreciate them for watching, commenting, chit-chatting with them. We have conversations, uh, you know, and such as yourself, you know, we've all developed uh, friendships and relationships outside of streaming. And I'm friends with them on Facebook and that kind of stuff and and supporting their uh, uh, endeavors and what they got going on as well. And I appreciate that. So just knowing that there's at least one person out there, it definitely keeps me going and motivated.
0: You know what's interesting about you, uh, uh, Black Curry? um or Mr. Fowler you actually mm-hmm. sent me my first uh I think it was 200 coins <laughs> oh the stars yeah 200 <laughs> stars you sent me my first set of stars so oh yeah I was I was I was like what love I got 200 stars <laughs> right didn't know what that meant and he, he was like oh that's good you know but uh <laughs> so I appreciate that that was kind of I think that's what really kind of um you know you know made me notice you and and, uh, you know, obviously as we conversed and, you know, just finding out more stuff about you, I, I, I was like, oh, okay, you know, he's, he's, you know, I went to your page and I saw that you were military and I was like, oh, okay, you know, so um, that made me more interested in, 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 in getting to know you. But yeah, I, I um, that's, a, that's awesome, you know, that you get that love back. And I, I think that it, what it was for me is I was just way too new. And, um, you know, I was actually having this conversation with my therapist today. That sometimes, to a fault, I have a tendency to just look for validation in the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I'm looking at the numbers, like shit. Only four people watch me today. But in reality, thinking about it, like how you just said it, like it's that one person that you connect to. That none of el- none else matters, but that one person. And I think right. that's I kind of lost sight of that when you know. Um, when I did my, my streaming, not to say the least, I ain't saying that I I don't miss it. I'm gonna be straight up and honest with you. It was fun <laughs> when I did it, but I don't yeah. miss not doing it. You know, I think it's cool. And I think that I'm more of a spectator. And sometimes you just have to cut your losses. Like well, what Kenny uh, Logan, not Kenny Loggins, but Kenny Rogers said, you got to know when to fold them, got to know when to hold them. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and that's really the, the, the situation for me. So I, I don't feel bad that I don't do it anymore. It's just that I think it was a a learning experience for me so um the next question i have and then we'll kind of get into uh, a flow of like uh current events what do you think your plan is or what is your ultimate plan for your channel what do you see for it oh uh,
1: so my ultimate plan i don't i don't really so i don't really have a a concrete plan for the future i just want to get to a point to where I just want to stream, like, right. I don't, you know, I want, I want to do this all day, every day. I, would, I just want to play video games all day <laughs> and and got it. I mean, I got to work. Apparently you, apparently you got to work to, well, to, to put food on the table, but, sure. the <laughs> but I just want, I just want to get to a point to where this is what I do. And I want to show my kids cause I want them to get into it because they enjoy video games as well. Um, they're young now, so I, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not even going to allow them to stream now because there's some crazy folks out here in the world, but as they come of age, I want them to get into it as well. You know, streaming, playing video games, collecting. I want them to get into all of that as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, you know, at this point in the conversation, I kind of talk about just whatever the, the, the current events are. And I kind of alluded to, to this in terms of like uh, before, you know, you and I went live. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Kevin Samuels. <laughs> so, <laughs> Goop Kev. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I personally, and this is my opinion, and, and I, I don't want to in any way infringe on anybody's right. Um, you know, we're 100%. Hey, son, we're 100%. That's my mom. <laughs> oh, hey, Miss, hey, mama. Hey, Miss Knight. How are you? Um, um, but Mr. Samuels uh, Kevin Samuels, I think is very divisive when it comes to kind of because I feel like when you're a social media influencer or whatever you want to call it, someone that's of caliber of status, or you know, being able to, you know, have a platform in, in which he does, I think that there's a responsibility to uplifting people without downgrading others, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of times, although there may be maybe an inkling of truth in what he has to say, I think that the unfortunate part about it is he spends a lot of time disparaging the people, you know, mostly women, that he's supposedly trying to uplift, you know what I'm saying? And I think that at this point in time, Right now we're, we're, div- we're divisive because we're in a racial reckoning um, anyway. And, you know, I think what people are craving unfortunately is, you know, we've been so isolated for so long that what people I think are craving is a, a chance for us to be able to get together and be on the same page. And, you know, I think that some of the stuff that he says is very polarizing. And, um, you know, especially when it comes to black women, because I feel like that's where he spends most of his time. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying that he can't make those decisions for himself in terms of what he's looking for in a woman, but to generalize, uh, you know, a, a, a subset of cultures or a subset of people, based on his own experiences, I don't think is necessarily fair. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. But it's interesting to me because on that same token, I see a lot of people who agree with him. A lot of, you know, Black men who agree with him and, you know, that's fine, that's okay. And, you know, that's great, but I just don't see it being something that will eventually bring us together, if that's the idea, you know what I'm saying? The idea is to you know close that gap and bring us together and loving each other and wanting a black man and wanting a black woman. I don't think that that's something that he's preaching at this point. You know, I mean that's just my personal opinion. You know, I've I've sat down and I've listened to a few of the things that he said and I've seen some of the lives that have went viral and you know where he was been like you know where he said that Beyonce was an eight at best and it's like who what in what world is Beyonce like I'm a gay man and I know if Beyonce came up in here and was like hey you going with me I would be like bye Carlos Um, Beyonce (laughs) said I gotta go you know what I'm saying you know but you know that's one particular thing that he said that I felt was very polarizing because that that isn't true we all know that Beyonce is a beautiful woman you don't have to downgrade Beyonce to uplift Kelly Rowland who he said was a nine you know you don't have to they can both be beautiful you know at the same time you know like most instances you know two things can exist in the same space and it not be an oxymoron or and it not be you know this thing where you know we you know because and I I see that a lot with women and I'm sorry I'm kind of going on on a tangent here but I see it a lot like like for example Nicki Minaj and Cardi B they're both great people but the Nicki Minaj folks are like, nah, Cardi B is trash, and then the Cardi B folks is, nah, Nicki's trash, and it's like both of them got bars, you know what I'm saying? At any given time, so that's that's my thought on Mr. Samuels. So um, yeah. So when it,
1: when it, when it comes to Kevin Samuels, I me
0: mean, I, I have a the complete
1: opposite uh, opinion of of. Mr. Kevin Samuels, because I think that he's having conversations that need to be had, because uh, you know, if you look at, if you just look at it, a a lot of people are growing old and dying alone because they have these, these crazy expectations of, of a mate. And they, they get that from other women, a lot of women get that from other women instead of getting the information from men. He said a lot of things that, you know, that I agree with that I look for in a woman. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't care how much you make as a woman. You know, it's my that's, that's my job, you know, that's my job for me to provide, that's not going to make you more valuable uh, to me. Um, but Kevin as a whole, he he's having conversations he's not he's not forcing anybody to have conversations people seek his advice and opinions they you know? know and so i think if there's an audience for that and and if you are actually helping people you know why not you know like who who am i to to have a to express a negative opinion on that or not not well you can express whatever opinion you want but who am I to say because there are a lot of people out here who say that he shouldn't be uh, allowed to say this kind of stuff he shouldn't be allowed to have a platform which I think is preposterous you know there's an audience for for it there's a, a, a apparently there's a bunch of relationships a bunch of people who've come out and stated that Kevin Samuels is the reason why they found a spouse. So I, I I greatly appreciate that. Now his, his delivery can, can can be a bit abrasive. <laughs> I, I understand that. But it's different strokes for different folks. You know, he's not the only one out here doing it. There's a lot of people out here doing it, you know. Right. And but if it's not for you, then because I remember when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was in like the ninth to tenth grade, and I had started wrestling, and I thought I was better than what i actually was it wasn't until uh my one of my coaches pulled me to the sides like hey you know basically he basically kevin samuels meet kevin samuels (laughs) before (laughs) kevin samuels was a thing he's like you took big for your (laughs) britches right you know you 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 talking you talking like 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 you stone cold steve austin but you're not that good you know (laughs) is that that's like the What's that? Uh, that show? Uh, I think it was Scared Straight or yeah. something like that, yeah. where the uh, inmate was like, "You look dusty." Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. And for some folks like myself, harsh criticism mm-hmm. is 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 what is needed. That's what's needed for me to change something about myself, and I think it's like that for a lot of people. And I think he has number one. He's having a conversation that a lot of people don't want to have, because a lot of people don't like to hear the negative aspects of themselves. And he also unintentionally exposed something that is, I think is a huge problem within our community. So I've been seeing a a lot of this lately. I actually want your opinion on this as well, because a a lot of people are coming at him, um, insulting him, Calling him gay and all this stuff to insult him when it's like how, how number one what does it matter if he's gay or not like it, why is that a thing why is that included like, in somebody's um, yeah expression of yeah yeah I feel you you know like why is that a thing if he was okay and it, does that does that mean that his message is tainted now and also I thought. We we as black people we, we have we had a problem with gay people like that like why are we using homosexuality uh, to insult somebody right how, how is that an insult I don't I, that's one thing I, I don't understand like how is that a thing I, I think it, it people just look for something to discredit somebody on like oh well I don't like what he's saying so he's gay what yeah why is that a bad thing
0: right. I agree. And I, I think that um I think that there were some things that you said that, you know, were kind of, you know, interesting ways of looking at it. And I think that, you know, there is there's something to be said about, you know, having that level of honesty, because you're right. I'm not one of those people that take harsh criticism. Like that's not my thing. So if you come mm-hmm. at me like that, it's just not, you know what I'm saying? It's not gonna work. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that's partly the reason why I probably don't digest this message in that way, but I agree. There are people who do um there are people who do need that level of uh of uh you know discord to be able to make a change um so yeah i think that uh that's something to to be said and and uh you know i do agree with you in the sense that he there is a niche for his platform you know what i'm saying there is definitely uh people who listen to what he has to say and that it's palatable for them to be able to, you know, digest it. Um, You know, I'm just, I, I, I guess because I've always been policed on how I sound when I talk to people, you know, that I'm very super sensitive. I'm super sensitive when it comes to, you know, how it's being said as opposed to what is actually being said, you know. I've always been told that I'm passionate for whatever reason and people, you know, take that passion as being, you know, hostility or or anger, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's just a a, a perk of being a Black person, um, let alone a Black man, you know, especially if you're, you know, fat and tall like I happen to be. Um, so, you know, there's, there's probably a little sensitivity when it comes to that in terms of being able to hear the entire message when it comes to Kevin Samuels, but what I think, I I think it will be very good for us to be able to see a space where he allows other people that do disagree with him to have an actual discord and a conversation that is amicable like you and I, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like what we're having, because we're on the complete opposite end of, of Kevin Samuels, but I'm not trying to tear through your neck and say, nah, but let me tell you, dog, let me tell you.
1: Exactly.
0: It's not necessary. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're, I understand that you are, you know, you are allowed to have your feelings and I'm allowed to have mine as long as, as we don't disrespect each other. But, you know, you said something, another thing at the very end of that about, about, you know, being called gay and how it's a negative uh, connotation. Um, you know, me being, I, I've always known that I was different, you know, mm-hmm since I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? I remember, you know, not to go too deep into it and I hope this doesn't make you uncomfortable but I remember having a crush on a a boy, you know at eight years old and I didn't know what that meant and why I did, it just felt right. I like this kid, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, over the years, you know especially in, in my community, there were a lot of mixed messages where you would hear people say stuff, you know where people would call other folks gay And, you know, you go and you look up the definition of gay and it says that it's what you are. And, you know, if that's what he did is gay and that was a bad thing, then what he's saying about me must be a bad thing. So I'm going to stay closeted. I'm not going to, you know, go out. So that's herein lies the situation of being, a, 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 you know, a closeted gay man, you know what I'm saying? Having these repressed feelings. And it was unfortunately a lot, you know, you know, through the religious space, which is why I'm not like super religious now, you know, as a, I believe in God, but I think I'm more spiritual than religious. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole another situation, but yes, um, being gay is at this point at 2021, it's still considered a a, a, a bad thing, which I don't necessarily understand because right like you said when has it ever been bad to be gay you know what i'm saying right? why is that yeah
1: like
0: why is that the first thing you know that people use to you know um as a weapon to wield against somebody in the argument it's like come on like it's funny because where i work i take calls often and It was funny because it was (laughs) the guy said, "Um, What are you, a faggot? And it was so daunting to me, like, damn, motherfucker, like, you you bold as shit to be able to say some (laughs) stuff like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) And, you know, it was just like, It was. I laughed to myself because it's like, damn, dude, you called it. You was able to figure that shit out, dude. (laughs) What? Like, how were you able to deduce that idea? Like, I mean, was it what I said? You know, and I. It was funny, you know. But yes, you know that still happens in 2021, and I think that when it comes down to the core of you know homosexuality, it's considered uh, being us being weak in a way. You know, we're considered there were. And, you know, growing up, and I think, you know, men being able to kind of take that out of me and being able to see that I was this way. And then, you know, um, I think what happened was it became... I mean it's, it's it's a slur for sure but it became a weapon for them to use and there were weird dynamics that I would have with black men about being gay you know what I'm saying I, I at the end of the day black curry if anything you know I love being a man I just happen to love a man you know what I'm saying like I'm not trying to I don't want to be anything I'm not sometimes and I said this last week I might snap my finger but at the core of it all being feminine and masculine isn't what a man is to me you know what i'm saying femininity and masculinity are traits being a man is actual human being a woman is actual human not male or female which is a scientific way that we you know what i'm saying that we call each other a male is you know an example of a male would be looking at you and saying, oh he's male and then a woman next to you, oh, she's a female. But what makes them men and women is the, the stuff behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? The personality, the, the things that people do, you know, what they like, what they don't like, what makes them tick, you know what I'm saying? That's what a man is to me. That's what a woman is to me, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and it's not just in the black space. I mean, it's white people too, you know what I'm saying? All these microaggressions that I hear, Uh, oh you look good for it damn i would never expect you to be gay and it's like what the fuck does that mean what are you talking about
1: yeah that's a great word for those i didn't even i didn't even i wanted to put a word to it i couldn't quite think of it but the microaggressions that's definitely a thing
0: yeah and it's like you don't have to you don't have to you know put me down in order to uplift somebody else you know what i'm saying Right. It goes back to what I just said. We are all good people and two things can exist in the same space, you know? Right. So, um, but it's, it's a lot of microaggressions that I get. And I think that's what happens when people say that, you know, when they do those kind of things, that's what microaggressions become. But, you know, to me, I, I've kind of evolved a little bit in terms of sexuality being fluid, you know, it's not like a start one specific thing, you know, in terms of being 100% gay and being 100% straight you know it's a spectrum but you know everybody has their own journey and I'm not out here to try to you know convince anybody to see my way of thinking because of you know what I'm saying my way is better I think that people all figure out what they need and you know what they have to do you know on their own so but yeah I, I think that um. I think uh, I I, I might go back and give Kevin Samuels a a listen. You know, I think it's, I think I should at least do a due diligence to myself to, you know, to be able to get the core of his message and see if it sounds a little different for me, Um, (laughs) you know, and I'm willing to do that because I don't want to be on the wrong side. I don't want to just disparage somebody for the sake of disparaging them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, So my next question, I know that was kind of, that was, that was really a broad topic and I appreciate you <laughs> for elevating yeah. the conversation. Um, but there's one more thing I wanted to kind of talk to you about because you um, obviously, you know, being a black man, um, I, I try my best to try to explain the, the, the experience to Carlos as much as I possibly can. And we actually had a pretty decent conversation today that kind of put it all together, but for you, Um, being in the military well scratch that for you being a black man um, I don't want to ask what that experience is like for you because I feel like that's pretty broad of a question but given the current circumstances of everything that has happened in terms of black lives how are you when it comes to the black experience and what do you hope to see come out on the side of this once everything is you know settled down I guess for lack of better word
1: uh you mean like the like the racial climate that's going on right Right. now
2: yeah
0: the racial climate
1: okay so me I don't want it to settle down at all no no time soon because I know we have a a long way to go. Um, so i'm 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 very I'm very big on race relations and uh, race when it comes to uh, the political atmosphere, right? And so I think that we need to keep the momentum, keep the our, our foot on the pedal when it comes to this stuff so we can get to a better, a better place example right since trump got in office 2016 right racism has been you know like the theme it the theme of uh, um, america right oh trump is racist we in racist country right and then ever since uh Biden got elected, we kind of, not even kind of, it it's, it's been put on a back burner like it doesn't exist. So now we have politicians, Black politicians, saying that America isn't a racist country. Well, if America, if people whom Black people voted for are saying that America isn't a racist country, and we out here are talking and trying to get legislate, legislation passed for uh, racism, in particular anti-Black racism, Mm -hmm. now it looks like we don't know what we're talking about we're not going to be taken seriously anymore because we took our foot off the pedal we are allowing people to downgrade and discredit our plight in america example right Mm -hmm. they just recently passed the anti-asian uh crime bill right which is which is great you know that's what they're supposed to do you know If, if a specific group of people are going through some things right help those people that's what you're supposed to do
2: yeah
1: my only issue is that i've been saying for years a lot of people have been saying for years that we need legislation specifically passed for black americans right or at least not even pass anything new enforce the laws that are on the books because we have laws um, that should protect Black Americans, but it is not being enforced in people. I'm talking about people laughed at me. People told me I was dumb. People told me that I was ignorant. I shouldn't be speaking on politics because the American government, it will never pass legislation for a specific race of people. Yeah. And now I'm sitting around. I'm like, I'm actually going to these people. Like, what that were same you energy. saying? Keep that same energy. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the same energy because yeah. clearly they can and they will, and they have done. And it's crazy because if, if I'm wrong, or if I don't know something, I'm willing to listen and hear somebody out, you know, without yeah. disrespecting them. And, and, and so when I, I when I say literally, I mean I'm I'm inboxing these people, I'm tagging these people and stuff like, hey, they just passed it. It's something you told me could never happen, yeah. Yeah. and I don't get that same energy. They're quiet. They act like they don't see it, <laughs> but it's like, yo, we have to keep our foot on the pedal. Don't let up now because. You know the Democrats are back in office because we see uh, uh, cities Atlanta, Minneapolis, uh, uh, L.A., yeah. New York, or, or I don't know about New York, but all of these cities, Democratic cities, where Black people are being killed at a disproportionate rate by True. law enforcement. True. and we talking about we talking about some of them Black Democratic judges. We got Democratic mayors, Democratic DAs who are just allowing this stuff to happen. So it's like, it's bigger than just, it's not just a a blue and red thing. It's it's bigger than just democratic versus republican. It's bigger, it's it's really bigger than just black and white because just because you have a black face in office does not mean that that black face uh, has your best interests yeah. In in mind and at heart, you know, oh. Clarence Thomas is a is a yeah. is a perfect example of that, you know. And so I just I just don't want us to 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 take our foot off the off the off the gas. And at the same time, I would rather have tangible victories versus symbolic victories because there is no there's no black person in America, not one. Was complaining about Angel Mama being on a on a on a on a syrup bottle. But we safe. didn't
0: ask for that. <laughs> we want y'all true. to stop killing us. That's true. That is a hundred percent true. You're you right. Know? Yeah, yeah. And, exactly. and
1: people if people see this and they're like, yes, that's that's a victory for us. Right. Or even even uh, I even go as far as to say, you know, Kamala Harris being voted into office. Or like, oh, this is a victory for us. Right. If she don't have, if, if she is not doing anything for you, is, is, then it's not a victory. It's not a victory if she's doing something right against you. I'd rather have tangible victories than just something symbolic. You take down a couple statues, all right, you know, right. cool. That's- but take but take off or uh, take away the legislation that that statue uh, uh
0: put into office, put into existence, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point, man. Like, I, I love how you put all that together because it, you're right. You know, they did pass an anti-Asian hate bill, but, you know, uh, anti-lynching is still on the floor. Still and there the floor. are people that are on the opposite side of that. It's interesting to me, you know, and it's, it, you know, another level and layer to this to me, uh, as well as, you know, we, we're fighting for just to be seen as humans. You know what I'm saying? you know, and I think that part of this goes back to when the, you know, the um, uh, amendment, what do you call that? Amendments were, you know, written, you know, in terms of being three-fifths of a man, you know what I'm saying? And I I feel like a lot of, a lot of what you know, um, uh, Demetrius Mack pulled the uh... That's my brother. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, you know, it's funny because at the end of the day, we're not asking for anything more than just being looked at as human. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, and it, the thing is, is, you know, for Black lives to be as controversial as it is, it's really at the core of it just being treated like a human exactly. and not using, you know, my passion as weapons or my skin tone or my, you know, uh, other aspects of, of, you know, what makes me Black to be something you know, uh, to weaponize it in a way to where you don't see me as a human. And, mm-hmm. you know, I I'm I agree with you. I did, you know, vote for Kamala and Joe Biden. Um, you don't have to put out, you know, who you vote. And I, I respect that. But I said, you know, when they did come into office that they are no different than anybody else. And if they don't do what they need to do, we're going to vote their ass out too. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's, it didn't It didn't just take us you know getting activated to get Trump out of office in order for us to move things forward. We still have to continue to do the work that will keep us above you know these issues i mean the I think the frustrating part for me sometimes about this conversation is when we go out and we do all these marches and we rally up and we do these things, but nothing changes. It's very disheartening, you know because it's like. When Derek Chauvin's trial was going on, we lost two more people that week. We right. lost Empire Bryant and we lost Deontay Wright. Right. For no reason, you know? And I'm done with having these conversations about people being the reason for their own death. Like, I'm not even trying to start the conversation there. At exactly. this point, what we need to talk about is what we need to do to make this shit stop. Because at the end of the day, you can sit here and say that George Floyd was this horrible person who did porn, who did all these things that was not very nice. But you cannot deny the fact that he was arrested for a nonviolent crime, and we saw him being killed, you know, on TV, in real time. Same thing, with Philando Castile, same thing with Alton um, uh, Sterling, same thing with uh, Terry Crutcher, same thing with, uh, uh, you know, Trayvon Martin, same thing with all these people, you know, uh, Ahmaud Arbery, um Breonna Taylor, all these people. And th- the thing is, that's so enraging to me, uh, Mr. Fowler, is the fact that I remember these people's names, you know what I'm saying? Right. These ghosts lay with me. So when I show up in the world being the Black man that I am, I can't help but be passionate when i see people who look like me being killed in a manner in which people don't give a shit about right you know what i'm saying i can't not be passionate i can't not be upset you know what i'm saying what i what what i hear people say when they say that is that i need to be more palatable to white people or others so they don't see me as a threat when in reality i have a valid concern right I'm going to tell you a, uh, a situation and I told the story early and I'm going to, I'm going to truncate and I'm going to be real speedy about it because I, I respect your time, brother. So, um, but a few months ago, a year ago, and it's interesting because Carlos, well, I'm going to tell you this, Carlos was in a car accident, got a new car, I would say a month later. Every time I've gone to the fucking dealership, it takes hours. You know, they got to get vendors. They got to get people to, you know, approve the loan and figure out this other stuff. They want me to put money down and all these things. And his situation his, was completely different. That wasn't his, you know, he literally was up, went up there. We were there for an hour, got the car, and we left. So I go in and I uh, uh, get my car, uh, my Kia Sorento that I have now. And I go down there, and they approve me. It was like, take the car. You know, come back tomorrow, we'll sign all the paperwork and get all that stuff done. I do that. We still working on it. What are we working on? Trying to get your lender. Okay. I don't know how to, I don't know how the finance part works. Fast forward two weeks later, me and Carlos goes down there and (laughs) me and Carlos, can you take that off of him? Can you take that off of him? (laughs) Um, two weeks later, I go back down and I just, I wanted my second key. You know what I'm saying? Cause I only had the first key that they gave me and you're supposed to get a second key. Yeah, I know that that's what brought this up today. And, um, this morning I left my keys in Carlos's car and that just, he had to come home and get off work, you know, because these motherfuckers hadn't given me my second key. But anyway, I go down there and I was just going to go get my second key. And they were like, yeah, we need some more verification. We still don't have a lender. I'm like, my motherfucking car is gone. What are you talking about? Right. You mean you ain't got no lender? It's been two weeks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, hold on. What are you guys telling me? You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, my car is gone. I don't have that car anymore. And I have this car and you're telling me, or at least saying to me, that I'm about not to have a call if I don't get this approval done. Like what t- what happened and why wasn't I called? So I'm, 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 I'm as hype as I am now. Cause it's like, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is what I use to go back and forth to work. You know what I'm saying? The whole entire time they're, they're policing my tone. Oh, calm down, sir. You got to understand this is business, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Do you not understand that I don't I won't have a car because my car is gone. You guys have already sold my vehicle. I had a rightful reason to be upset. Rather than them taking the consideration and understanding what was going on, they wanted they spent more time policing my tone than actually figuring out what the situation was.
1: Right. Like, you want to police his tone, fix like, the situation, watch he, watch he, watch how fast he calmed
0: down. <laughs> so it's like calm down, sir. I don't understand. This is business. I'm like, but my car though, you know what I'm saying? Like we're past this point of my car, not like my car is gone and I don't see any other solution. Cause I know y'all ain't going to give me another vehicle. I know that's not going to happen. And I damn sure don't want to be sitting around here trying to, trying to, you know, figure out what I'm going to do to get another vehicle. And it was just, it was, it was interesting t- for me to see this because it was almost like this shit was happening and it was outside of me. Like I was outside of my body, you know what I'm saying? And I'm watching this happen. It was just like, I think at that point I realized that I did have a different experience than everybody else. And Carlos was able to see it firsthand that I'm not making this shit up. right? Because what happens when we see this stuff happens with us it is an out-of-body experience. It's like, this shit cannot be happening right now. I'm looking for the other Black person in this room so they can verify what I'm seeing. Because maybe right. this is in my head. Because we're so used to being told that that's not true. You shouldn't feel that way. That's not how that works. All the other things to keep us from feeling how we feel. You know what I'm saying? And I end up leaving. And it still wasn't resolved eventually it got resolved and I had to, you know, go in and do extra steps with sending, you know, like they, you know, my commission check and I make pretty good money doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a pretty good salesperson. I'm a sales uh, insurance sales agent. And, you know, so I don't have step when it comes to like, I if, if I want it, I'm going to get it. That's kind of, that's where I'm at at this point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, if I want 15 things from the menu, menu I'm buying it. Like I'm not asking what it costs. And that's not me being arrogant or anything. That's just the way I am. I'm old enough now to know that I work hard. So as a result of me working hard, I'm going to get the things that I want, you know? So I say all that to say, you know, you're right about us not taking our feet off the gas because we have to stop behaviors like this from happening to other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because... What happens is, is in these situations, it keeps us from being able to just express how we feel. We have to dim ourselves in order for us to be palatable for other people. And now nobody else has to go through that. No one else has to experience that. No one else has to put themselves in that position. When we have, when there's racist acts committed against us, all of us, we take that home. We don't get the chance to take off our skin color and be somebody else. We don't get to compartmentalize racism. You know what I'm saying? So you're right. The work isn't done. It is not over. And we need to do whatever it takes to make sure that we fix this shit because I'm tired of it. Mm, Right. So I say all that to say, Mr. Curry, Mr. Black Curry, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I appreciate you. I do and um i appreciate you elevating the conversation and um you've dropped some very good nuggets here that gave me an opportunity to think about things a little differently and i appreciate that so um you know and i'm glad that you were you know to drop of a notice i literally reached out to you a week ago and was like hey man and you were like yeah sure whatever yeah you know? so i appreciate that um and I want to give you the opportunity to be able to, you know, plug your stuff and, um, you know, anything, any other endeavors that you have going on um, that you want to talk about and, you know, any lasting words that you may have. Um, oh, yeah. Uh,
1: first of all, I want to thank you again for allowing me to come onto your platform. And, you know, we just have casual conversation because it's, it's not seen, uh, uh, it's not seen enough in, in our community, you know, Um so I greatly appreciate that, you know, cause it, it, it elevates the conversation when well, not elevates the conversation, but it broadcasts the conversation to people who want to see things like that. You know, uh, I'm sure there are going to be more people who watch this after the live is done, you know? And so I do appreciate you for having me on, um, for everybody who's watching, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on, uh, facebook at retromuse64 that's where i stream video games or you can just add me on facebook at black curry uh b-l-a-k-c-u-r-r-y black curry um i like thinking of myself as a pretty chill dude i like to have conversations um i'm i am i am a very uh uh opinionated person um I think the word I'm looking for is multifaceted. Is that the word I'm looking for? Because, you know, I can't do the video game thing. Uh, we can get political. We can talk race. We can talk about anything because I'm very intelligent on a bunch of different subjects. Um, so and I do enjoy these conversations, now, uh, especially at work, uh, especially at work, because uh, people don't expect for honestly, just to be quite frank, people don't expect for black people in general to have these conversations in public at work at that, you know, so, and I'm not, I I never sugarcoat or, or downplay my, or our plight to appease someone else. Like you were mentioning how they want us to calm down, say things in a, certain way just to appease somebody else no 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 that's 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 not how this is going to work it's not how it's going to go but yeah i do appreciate uh, conversations like that so thank you for having me on brother i'm sure this won't be the last no absolutely um, you got me as as a supporter so i greatly appreciate it man and keep doing what you're doing you carlos please keep on keeping on can you just come um, over
0: here for a second because this man has been talking <laughs> and he has not seen you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah definitely keep on what's going on carlos how are
1: you all right but yeah y'all please keep doing what you're doing i, I, I promise you there's an audience for it and you know there are people out there who whom are in uh similar situations just say just as you and, and they probably sitting there like hey yeah they look like me they look like us mm-hmm. i want to hear what they got to say so please keep going please keep going
0: i appreciate um, that that's that's uh, you know that was very nice and, and you're gonna get me in my feelings here for a second but <laughs> you know you made it you definitely made it easier and i was gonna <laughs> you know add this this one last little caveat just like you said you know The thing about it is, is with all that being said, when people are policing us and they're you actually have people who are out there terrorizing people. You have actual Karen's and Chads out there that are terrorizing people's lives. And I'm over here just complaining about a particular situation that impacts me greatly. Right. You know what I'm saying? And all I'm asking for is just a you know a shed. In the terms of, you know, the humanistic quality, we have to go back to understanding that we are not just three fifths of a person and that you know we are human. Mm -hmm. And that's the bottom line, you know so um yeah Thank you so much everybody for the opportunity here black curry, uh, you have really amazed me my brother I appreciated it. um, You know, for you coming here and I wish you much success um I definitely am a supporter of you and your beautiful wife and your children even though I have never seen them I <laughs> think they're super cute because of the way y'all be talking to them on live you know they walk in and walk Yeah, they super chill y'all be like all right go to bed now and they be like okay <laughs> so um I appreciate you being the the gentleman that you are and you representing us in more ways than one and um continue to do what you do and if there's anything that i can do to help and you know uh help and push you or even be a words of kindness or whatever please let me know um because i'm definitely going to be there for you i mean you you, you got a supporter for life and me and I, I i'm not just saying that so uh Kyrie is waving at you by the way <laughs> what's going on <laughs> oh so, uh thanks brother i appreciate you um mama he did good miss fowler you got a good one keep this man um good for him if you... um <laughs> and uh yeah thank you for being another georgia bud man i appreciate it it's good to see you right. um you know i'm just um uh, you know, full of gratitude. You filled my heart in terms of what my intention was tonight. You exceeded my expectations in more ways than one. So, um, Thank you, brother. but go ahead, subscribe, like, share, follow Reggie's expressions on Instagram. Uh, it's Reggie's underscore expressions. I'm putting S's at the end of that on uh, Facebook is Reggie's R E G G E E apostrophe S expressions at the end um, no space, no underscore, well, space, no underscore, um, and, uh, you can, sh- uh, hit me on Anchor, um, I am on, uh, Spotify, Google, um, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcasted, so this is nationwide here, slight flex, but, um, <laughs> we are, we are all over the place, and, you know, those of you who support me, I appreciate you, and anybody that is willing to support, all you got to do is go, on anchor um it will get take you to the landing page and i'll make sure i put my link on the description and you can go and in, in support um, any donation is nest uh is uh appreciated um and there's different levels that you guys can choose from all right so enjoy the rest of your night we appreciate you thanks again mr uh, fowler enjoy the rest of your day and uh stay black all right y'all take it easy now all right have a good night you too.